Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello there, my very good friends. On today's wrestling news, we're going to tell you all about the unlikely WWE double act that Vince McMahon loves. A major update on Chad Gable's WWE contract situation. I've got the insane gimmick that AJ Styles thought he was going to get in WWE. And Tegan Knox returns to a wrestling ring for the first time in 11 months. I'm Adam Wilborn. And I'm Andy Murray. And this is the news. Okay, we're going to kick things off uh, with a report here from PW Insider's Mike Johnson, who was a guest on the the We Don't Need No Stinking Name Show. I have immense difficulty saying that (laughs) for some reason. Uh, Talking about Vincent Land's fondness for Eva Marie and Dewdrop. Uh, So there's a bit of details here. Apparently Vince wasn't initially sold on the idea. He wasn't initially into the idea of putting... The former Piper Niven, I guess. Former, yeah. She's Dewdrop forever now. Mm. Uh, and Eva Marie together. But he's kind of been sold on it. He was won over after seeing them together on television. And as a result of this, as a result of Vince being so fond of them together, could probably expect a whole lot more from them on TV. <laughs> so this is uh, this storyline has caused a fair bit of debate, I think it's fair to say, over the past few weeks. I think, you know, sometimes... We've spoken about the name Dewdrop a lot. That's a crap name, right? Yeah. Let's be perfectly honest. It's a rubbish name. But I think sometimes when someone goes, hey, that name sucks, it's taken as the whole storyline sucks. Um, but the storyline, I think the bones of it are kind of in line with what you do with Eva Marie, right? She's a troll. She takes credit for for people's uh, hard work and claims victories as her own and everything else. She boils piss and winds people up and gets under people's skin it's hard to tell well it's impossible to tell if it's resonating yet because there's no crowd it's a (laughs) thunderdome video screen until next week um but the bones of the storyline for me so far are kind of fine uh it's just the name dewdrop uh that we have had a few problems with Yeah, I don't know about you, Andy, but I love to start my day with a cup of boiling hot piss. And (laughs) yeah, that's exactly what she does, what this storyline is doing. She was never going to be welcomed back with open arms by WWE fans, was she? So they are utilising that to their credit. Like you say, they've WWE'd it by partnering with someone called Bloody Dewdrop. When Piper (laughs) Niven's a fine name, Viper Piper, I don't give a toss. Just don't call her Dewdrop, for Christ's sake. But like you say, Andy, strip all that away... And the story of, you know, person stands on someone else's shoulders and feels tall 
is actually an intriguing one. I, I still have no faith in them probably executing this properly, but hey, I can understand why Vince McMahon particularly uh, likes this, but under, also understand why they are going for this as a storyline. Genuinely surprised he didn't like this from the off because this feels like it's right up Vince McMahon Street. But we'll have some more on Eva Marie in a bit and her piss-boiling abilities. Instead, uh, let's move on to one Chad Gable. Loads of speculation about him over recent months. Uh, mainly fueled by people like FTR saying, do you want to come and wrestle in AEW? Well, he ain't going there anytime soon, fans. Uh, he is under contract by WWE for the, quote, foreseeable future. This is according to Fightful Select. No crap, just sap. Uh, Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful, of course. Uh, they report that Gable's contract still has, quote, plenty of le time left on it. Uh, so it doesn't look like he's going to be heading to AEW or anywhere else anytime soon. Although, and this is the tiniest credit, they are doing something with <laughs> Chad Gable and the Alpha Academy on SmackDown. It's not a lot, but hey, Otis is racking up those wins, mainly over an injured Angelo Dawkins. But he's racking up the wins nonetheless and... Maybe just, you see, you're telling me there's a chance that they might realise what an incredible talent Chad Gable is, Andy. Yeah, that'd be nice. Chad Gable's great. Um, I think Dax Howard tweet, tweeted something like in March. It was something along the lines of, hey, Chad, listen, I know you can't officially reply to me for another two months. So when he said that, a bunch of people were like, hey, his contract must be up in May. Uh, we actually did a news video on it speculating about the situation, uh, but that's obviously not the case. Uh, and I think an interesting facet of all of this is uh, the comment in the Fightful Select report saying how that if Chad Gable did become available, loads of people in AEW would be like, hey, we got to sign that guy because Chad yeah. Gable's really good. Uh, and it's a shame that sometimes the writers in WWE don't see that. He is on TV most weeks now. Um, the Otis situation, I will be polite about and say it's not what I personally would have done with Otis. <laughs> yeah. um, particularly as he well, had a bit of cachet as a mid-card babyface. I'm not mm -hmm. too sure this current angle is, well, good. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> it, it is nice having Chad on TV. I think he's multi-talented and... Uh, I would push him to a level that is good. Um, yeah, any day you wake up and you're not shorty <laughs> G is a good day, basically. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's an instant upgrade, that, isn't it? Straight away. Uh, right, let's move over to AJ Styles, who has conducted an interview with Ryan Satin on the Out of Character podcast. Speaking about himself, how he came into WWE, uh, there's some interesting comments on like the, how he bypassed NXT and went straight to the main roster and everything else. He spoke a little bit about how uh, Vince at one point and Creative at one point were like, hey, we might have to change your name, uh, having gone by AJ Styles for so long. And he basically said, well, that's fine, but I've like got AJ tattooed like right here. You, you can't <laughs> yeah, really... Can't, yeah, this, this is Clyde style. You can't really get away with that, can you? Uh, but the most interesting comment of all I think is a fear that AJ had upon coming into WWE that was never realized and never came to light but he said the following listen I was worried about this southern accent that I can't shake that Vince was going to make me wear overalls and come yep. out to a little country song or something with a banjo I was more worried about that so AJ having having nightmares waking up in a cold sweat over the thoughts of becoming a new hillbilly gym or or like a, a third Godwin or something. Oh. The thing is with AJ's name, there's not really a good way to arrange the initials to make a, 
a pig reference. I guess he'd have to be like AJ Sour, something <laughs> along those lines. Uh, maybe not the best fit as Godwin. But yeah, I'm glad they didn't do that because it's safe to say that presenting AJ Styles as AJ Styles has worked out pretty well for him. Yeah, I, I, I'd like to sit here and say, don't be so paranoid. But yeah, completely agree. That's exactly how they probably would have seen him. He wouldn't have had that epic entrance, number three in the Royal Rumble. And like you say, gone on such success in WWE. He might have been someone who who randomly appeared, a mystery man, Andy Murray, who appeared and then kept disappearing. And they're going, where did he come from? Where did he go? Where did he come from? Cotton Eye Joe! He's Cotton Eye Joe, that's his name. <laughs> Clearly that was what they were trying for, but he, thankfully bing, he's got bing, the massive letters AJ written on the side. So that was a non-starter. Uh, anyway, let's conclude uh, by talking about Teganox. Some fantastic news coming out uh, about her overnight from uh, PW Insiders, Mike Johnson. She returned to the ring uh, last night's WWE Raw tapings. So first match in 11 months, she uh, got shelved, unfortunately, courtesy of a torn ACL last summer. Really unfortunate with injuries uh, recently, of course. Tegan Ox, a fantastically talented wrestler and great to see her back in the ring. And uh, apparently, also according to BW Insider, you know this battery charging segment you might have seen uh, just pop popping up occasionally on NXT. It was up to like 81% on uh, last week's episode. That is what we are assuming is related to Tegan Knox. Obviously, she can come straight back in and go after. Was it Candice who attacked her, I believe? Candice, that's right. Yeah, so great. Well, just really nice news, this. I, I love yeah. Tegan Knox. She's been so unlucky with injuries. And uh, yeah, having her come back and, oh, feud with someone like Candice LeRae, yes, please. Yeah, and it's right there, isn't it? The return storyline. Uh, they did the the kind of injury angle. I think it was to take, to take Tegan out of a number one contendership battle royal, mm -hmm. something along mm -hmm. those lines. Candice is wrestling at the Great American Bash tonight, of course. And uh, if 81% of the battery goes up to 100% tonight, boom, instant stuff. Um, yeah, very happy to hear about this. M maybe the worst injury luck I can remember oh, yeah. in WWE history. What, she had like three torn ACLs. I think the one uh, the one where she got hurt wrestling Rhea Ripley in the Mae Young Classic, nobody's fault, pure accident. Mm. But she injured basically every single part of her knee. Like there were ligaments and muscles that I've never heard of that were torn to pieces. Uh, it was a terrible situation. She's had such rotten luck. But on the positive side of this, uh, Tegan Knox coming back, she is still only 26 years old. Ooh. She has all the time in the world uh, to make a long, prosperous WWE career. So I hope them knees are healed up nice and good and that she can resume where she left off because she's really good and she deserves it. Exactly. Don't need, don't rush her back. But if she's, you know, doing stuff at Raw taping, she's clearly ready to go in ring. It's a dark match. You don't know what does matter, does it? Uh, but you know what? I'll say this, Andy. Credit to WWE for sticking by her because so yeah. often, you know, we criticise them for just binning people off left, right and centre. She's been through, like you say, with some awful luck with injuries, but they've stuck by her. And hopefully now both they and she can reap the rewards of her immense talent. Right, let's move on to your Twitter questions. At what culture WWE, of course, you want to get in touch with us. Michael Rigmaiden starts us off. Michael says, do you guys think it's possible that Brock Lesnar could return at Money in the Bank, help Kofi win the WWE title, <laughs> although he has written title here, which makes me laugh, uh, WWE title from Bobby Lashley, and set up a program for SummerSlam between Brock and Bob. Yeah, interesting. Um, I'm not sure I can see the, the Kofi aspect of this happening. I don't 
don't think Brock Lesnar could have really believable character motivations to just come back and go, hey, Bobby Lashley, screw you. Hey, guy I beat in 20 seconds, have the belt back. <laughs> um, I'm not too sure that that part of it would come to light, but I can definitely see him coming back in the build-up to SummerSlam. I know we've had the reports that he's not currently factored into plans, but plans change. The card is subject to change. It's the old WWE caveat. If Vincent Wang goes, hey, Brock Lesnar, here's a massive bag of money, Brock Lesnar's probably going to go, sure. Cool. Uh, and you know, Bobby's been campaigning for the for the Brock match for ages. Yeah. Uh, I think it's a big time match to put on that pay-per-view. And I would do it for the WWE title as well. How about that? Yes, exactly. Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley is a huge match, regardless of whether or not the title's on the line. But I think you know, right now, the title needs to be on the line. And if I think if Brock Lesnar is free in, what, 12 days' time, I'd just keep him for the Monday. Have Bobby come out and say, look, I've beaten everyone. No one left. Beat everybody. Brock Lesnar comes back and... You know, maybe with a bit of character reinvention somewhere in there. But yeah, exciting, exciting times for WWE fans. Like what? We've got one SmackDown and one Raw to go until fans return, yeah. if I'm not mistaken. So ooh, exciting times. Uh, Rated R Penguin uh, says, good morning, gents. What are the chances? Love this. Sonya Deville names herself as the final SmackDown entrant in the Money in the Bank ladder match. Very interesting. Um, with Sonia Deville, for me, like uh, predicting things like this, for me, it's very much a case of I will believe it when it happens with regards to her returning to the ring. Um, it's a real shame, you know, kind of what's happened to her in-ring career because it felt like she was really gaining tremendous steam. Yeah. She was much, like, delivering some of the best performances throughout her career uh, through the Mandy Rose storyline. And then, of course, she suffered the horrible trauma uh, of the home invasion and everything that comes with that. So um, for me, it's it's not really something I, I feel comfortable going, hey, a uh, 50% chance or whatever, whatever, um, because she probably has some stuff to reconcile still. Yeah. So um, love to see it happen. I think Sonia's very talented. She's good in her current role as well. She's, she's very versatile. Um, but it's not something that I could credibly sit here and go, I think it'll happen or it won't. Just whenever she's ready. We'll see what yeah, happens. Yeah, that's fair enough. When we did uh, a sort of speculation podcast around who should win Money in the Bank a few months back, still campaigned for Zami Zayn. Maybe he can buy yeah. his way in because Baron Corbin's broken sad, I think his character is right now. That's his broken sad. <laughs> definition. Um, but yeah, like, like you say, only if she's ready to return to wrestling uh, in ring. Uh, but yeah, this, Andy, as you demonstrated yesterday on your Twitter not a lot of women on uh, well, on either yeah. brand, really. They are limited in numbers uh, across both shows. And, you know, we've got Carmella and Zelina Vega in that on the SmackDown side for the women's Money in the Bank ladder match. Liv Morgan obviously Liv. seems to be heading yeah. in. But it's a no-brainer for me. Uh, I like the booking of Sonya Deville. I think she'd be a great Money in the Bank winner as well. Uh, but but like, like you say, all this is caveated by saying only if she is ready to do it. But something I'd like to see. Uh, final question today comes from Mimi Boris who says, uh, hi guys, and welcome back, Wilbur. Thank you, Mimi. Uh, what was your least favourite storyline or feud of the pandemic era? Uh, for Mimi, it was Jeff Hardy and Sheamus. Yes, talking about yep. this. Uh, it was just cringeworthy, Mimi says. Challenge for you, Andy, though. Uh, you can't pick a Fiend or Little Miss Bliss storyline. <laughs> Mimi, how could you, how could you, how could you do this to me? Um, all right, well, um, it might be kind of low-hanging fruit because it's a current storyline, 
But I really think the Charlotte Flair Rhea Ripley feud is wretched. Yeah. Like this week on Raw, they're both pretending to have injuries, and are we supposed to be cheering Rhea in this? Are we supposed to be cheering Charlotte? They're both completely unlikable through all of it. They've got as characters, they've been given no likable traits whatsoever. Um it's a really bad time, and like I've said a thousand times before, the redemption storyline with Rhea Ripley was right there. Now, I feel we've got to the point where she may never be a star, and she should be one. Yeah, yeah, it's, it, it's them booking her. It's not Rhea Ripley's fault, but it is yeah. god-awful what they're doing with these two on Monday Night Raw. Um, you said you couldn't pick a Fiend storyline. <laughs> I'm going to still pick Bray Wyatt and uh, Braun Strowman, even if I'm not yeah. allowed to do the whole swamp fight thing, because I suppose The Fiend technically popped up in that. Just the bit with the goat sheep mask thing, which he was meant to do a running power slam on, but kicked it out of the way, which will forever be funny to me. Uh, also, do want to mention... <laughs> the worst <laughs> invasion <laughs> of all time. And I do want to give another mention as well. We did an entire podcast about this for Zelina Vega's crap stable with... Who was yeah, in it? It was Austin Theory, Andrade, Angel Garza. Whenever they added a new member, they always lost. They lost yeah. their first match whenever they introduced someone new. Their record was one of the worst records for a stable I've seen in recent memory. So, yeah, let's not forget about that. Oh, yeah, and the whole Rey Mysterio loses an eye. Let's move to, on to today's and finally. We've talked about her a lot. and we talked a lot about piss today. Today's news video brought to you by Piss. Have you had a piss today? Um, anyway, Eva Marie <laughs> tweeted, uh, as I believe that's Sportskeeda's uh, Twitter handle. Yes, as Sportskeeda Wrestling correctly reported, with my min- wins on Raw, I have more victories in 2021 than Becky Lynch, Ronda Rousey, Trish Stratus, Lita, and Mae Young combined. Hashtag WWE Hall of Fame 2022. You know what, Andy? We love a bit of piss boiling here at What Culture, and Eva Marie has just knocked that out of the park. Boil that piss, uh, the most decorated combat sports athlete in all of North America. Shouts to Eva Marie. Very good. Little Miss Piss. Uh, <laughs> right, let's finish up there. Let us know your thoughts on that and all today's news stories in the comment section down below. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. And subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on either iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts from for daily wrestling podcasts. Myself and the Dandy Boys reviewing Raw and previewing NXT's Great American Bash later on today, of course. Uh, let us know your thoughts and Twitter questions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. Watch there, follow both of us. You can follow Andy Murray at... You can follow me at Andy H. Murray. The H stands for, hey, I'm off for a piss, I guess. <laughs> and the H also today stands for, happy anniversary to my lovely wife, Two years stuck with me and Louise, and this also counts as your present. Follow me on Twitter at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at What Culture WWE. But for now, my thanks, Andy Murray. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you soon. You just saved yourself a lot of money. <laughs> hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hold up. What was that? 
Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.